And we are recording in progress. Recording with Mr. Graham Dunlop of the Graham America podcast, which is a name I had heard before I even started a podcast. It was just kind of a like I listened like when I was younger, my older brothers would drive us to school back in like early 2000s. They'd always listen to Opie and Anthony on XM and even people that didn't listen to Opie and Anthony, they, they've probably heard the name Opie and Anthony. And I know yeah, that I've yeah. just like, I recognize the name Grimerica. I don't know where, I don't, probably some MK Ultra thing that I've like blotted out in my mind. Maybe I'm an asset. I hope I am. It would be so much cooler than just being who I am. Um, but uh, today's Sunday, March 26th, 2023 at 2.51 p.m. Eastern time. And guys, if you want to support the show, click the little red button on Rumble. It's for locals. It's like their Patreon. Uh, it's the non-commie version of YouTube and Patreon. You can go support the show for a couple bucks a month, exclusive content. And if you want to suggest guests, I'm pretty good at uh, actually getting the get Yesterday, Tom Luongo came on. That was a guest suggestion. And um, promo code Tommy, I think you get some free shit. But Mr. Dunlop, as I rudely play with my phone and post the live link, Will you please introduce yourself, man? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm Graham from the Grimerica podcast. I mean, you've probably seen the name because we've been around for 10 years now. Okay. So, you know, talking about all kinds of crazy stuff. I mean, back in the early days, it was kind of like UFOs and consciousness and spiritualities and NDEs and OBEs and all that kind of crazy stuff. And, of course, over the last, you know, three, five, seven years, it's kind of become a little bit more heavy, I guess you could say. And we started up a new one called Grimerica Outlawed. It's in, the, it's in my graphic there. So that one's like just fully like not it's not on YouTube it's it's just more of like a uh, like a higher side chats model where okay. the second half is for subscribers only and we hit it a little harder in that one we get into the more controversial stuff yeah so we've been doing that for a while I got an adult brain publishing there too that's audiobooks we do a bunch of audiobooks and contacted the cabin as we do events with guys like Randall Carlson and and some other of our favorite guests we have like kind of like weekend or week long events with people. So you've had on what's going Randall, on. You've had on Randall Carson. That's fucking awesome. We do we do trips with him. So we've got one what? coming up in May in May um, in the Scablands. So we, we 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 take Randall and about 30, 40 people through the Scablands of Washington and talk about all the, the catastrophic flood remnants yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, dude, that's it's fantastic. People love it. That's so cool. And it's yeah. a lot of driving. We drive around in vans and Randall's on the, we got this radio set up where Randall's on the radio. So all the cars in the convoy can oh, hear Randall listen. on the radio it's... and we listen to him jabbing as we go along. That's awesome. And then we stop at all these lookouts and it's, it's a, it's a blast. Yeah. That's amazing. And yeah, higher side chat. I, I got into higher side chats in like 2016 or 2017. I'm on like a little, I went down a rabbit hole on that. Into the whole, uh, who was it? Walter Bos. He's a guy I've tried to get on here. Walter Bos. Oh, Walter Bos. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. He's been on our show. Yeah, he's fantastic. He's been on your show. Yeah. Oh fuck you. Yeah, dude. I love his shit about the the Sonero aeroships and like I just love because it's a complete departure. Like we've all done the 1945, the Nazi Bell, and the fuck. Okay, I get it. It's like a whole new prequel to the conspiracies, exactly. right? Airships exactly. in like 1850 and 1860 and Mercury and. I loved that. I used to fall asleep to those. And then I just kind of so much of the conspiracy stuff I've gotten into wasn't even by design. It was, I would just fall asleep to them. I just needed wow. something. And I, yeah. after listening to it 90 times, I'd be like, that's kind of interesting. Like what is operation high jump? Like what, what was, you know, what, what, what was majestic 12? And then like, so people ask like, how do I know so much about, I just used to fall asleep to it. And I think I've just absorbed it. Yeah. <laughs> and so I yeah. mentioned shit now and I'm like, where is that from? I'm like, oh, it's from a, 
a lecture by like Stephen Greer or Bob Lazar or something. And that's kind of how I've gotten into all of it. But uh, why did so why did you when you say you kind of shifted to more heavy stuff? Is that just because you've exhausted all of those all of those? No, topics? no, no, no. It just it. I think we got forced there, like everybody else. I mean, it's kind of now it's oh. it's it's politics, pop culture now. Gotcha. So it's, it's political pop culture, and you kind of have to, especially over the last three years. I mean, they've really shown their hand on what's been happening, right? So yeah. we've been sort of forced to. I think we've sort of been forced to to pick a side. I mean, we'll talk to anybody, but some people wouldn't want to come on the show because we've been anti-jab or anti-trans or anti-whatever, right? Yeah. I mean. And not that we're necessarily anti all that, but yeah, yeah, no, you know, you get you get you get pushed to the side. So yeah, no, you're not even allowed to agree to disagree anymore. You're not even allowed no. to be like, hey man, that's not my cup of tea, but you do, you brother. They're like, fuck yeah, you, yeah, no, yeah, you exactly. do it too. Canceled. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, no, that's uh, what's that like meme? It's like my political views are two married men should be able to defend their marijuana farm with an AR-15. Like, yes, yeah. that's my, yes, go do, yeah. you do you, I'll do me. And anything other than that, I'm like, that's that's kind of a, yeah, and we have been, like, pushed to his side. Like, I don't, I'll talk to, I, I genuinely will talk to anybody. And when people say, like, you don't have enough left-leaning people on the show, they won't come on. Exactly. I, or, I try to email or, them. Yep, and sometimes they, like, we've, I've had, people come on uh we're all scheduled to go i've read their fucking books and everything and then they ghost you and they're like oh thanks dude and they won't even tell you why or anything yeah. like just tell me that you know and then i when you look into it you're like oh okay now i understand yeah. they don't even want to be a, they don't want to be associated with us yeah i have had on a couple authors who are more left-leaning you know like liberal professors and stuff so i should take it back i have had some of them on and they've been the ones I've had on have been very cool. Garrett Graff, author of one of my favorite books, Raven Rock. It's all about the nuclear bunker system. He's a very liberal guy. I think he's a professor at Georgetown. David Vine, who wrote the book Base Nation about the United States bases around the world. I think he's at, I think he's at at Yale. Um, another guy wrote the book uh, uh, Humane. I can't remember his name. Yeah, but uh, those, yeah, but that's kind of more like intellectual. Yeah, and not, that's fair. Not like culture. Not cultural. Yeah, no, you're, left. Like, no, you're right. It's kind of like the cultural left that probably wouldn't. Well, want I guess to do that. So I guess I shouldn't take back what I took back. No, you're right. They came on <laughs> and they're they're intellectual adults, right? And you know they've seen my show. They know I'm I'm, I'm more conservative. Yeah. They know I've, yeah. but they still come on because I read their book. I'm able to put politics aside and just talk about like fuck everything, dude. Let's talk about your investigative book in a Watergate. This is great, you know. And I think they respect that, and that's why they continue to come. You're right. I've never had on someone with like blue hair and like a nose ring, with like a like a hammer and sickle tattooed on their forehead. And I would love to. <laughs> and and the thing is, we probably agree on a lot more than we probably don't. Probably almost I mean, everything. <laughs> that's the thing. It's so weird, but we get polarized almost uh, falsely. It's almost like it's a ten thousand year old. It's almost like it's a ten thousand year old uh, game plan to divide and conquer. <laughs> like, exactly, who knows? Exactly. It's like, exactly. hey, lady with blue hair who says she's a fox. Like, what do we agree on? Like, oh, we both kind of just want a living wage and to not work until we're ninety and afford a hospital visit. What are we? I mean, we both don't think we should be bombing Syria. Yeah. What are we screaming exactly. about? Exactly. exactly. Oh, like oh, you, oh, you. Okay, we don't. We shouldn't be different. But by the time you realize that, you're ninety, and then it's over. 
Yeah. And, then you have a new and it's generation. not everybody. And, it, and it's not everybody that gets forced to our side because I mean, there, it is, it has been weird over the last three years where we've seen the yoga communities and the spiritual communities and the hippies and the, the UFO communities and all, they're all split as well. Like it's like, and you're like, how are you, how have you been deconstructing the media about UFOs and strange phenomena? And yet you, and then all of a sudden you just want to support big pharma in this one. Like, does, is there not a connection the most, there in your mind that all of a sudden they're telling shit. you the truth about this? Like, it's the, so it's very strange to see. Happen. There's nothing more insane than seeing the Occupy Wall Street people who maybe I'm not far left like them, but I understand the idea of like the average salary discrepancy is now like 500 compared to 50 years ago when it was like 30. to. I get it. I also get the private co- things that I could maybe generally agree with, like the people responsible for 08 should be in. I, I think we can all maybe agree on that. It's so weird to see them just without a moment's pause, just like Pfizer all the way. And I'm like, what? <laughs> what? Like, there's nothing more insane to me than the 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 truckers last year in Canada. Was it Toronto, Ontario? What where was it? It was Ottawa, Ottawa, Ottawa yeah, Ottawa, I, Ontario. Yeah. I I had some truckers calling, kind of like your convoy. I actually had some guys like calling in from like radios and shit. It was the wildest yeah. thing. And there's nothing more insane to me. I'm like, blue collar truckers. Is that not the working class? They don't want to take a big pharma injection, right? Is that not the very organic? Like we don't need a pill. You can heal yourself with herb or ivermectin or or sunlight and they're being attacked by the state and having their money stripped away i'm like how is that not this should be like a softball down the center like this is a leftist cause right no yeah no no fuck the blue collar worker this state should hammer them for five what yeah, it just shows you the power they have over the perception. I mean, all they had to do is put a couple things, take a couple pictures of a flag, put it on the mainstream media, tell tell everybody a couple lies. And I mean, I even have friends that were, that were kind of like disagreeing with the trucker thing. I'm like, dude, you're you, you're not even getting the correct information. Like, it's not what you think it is. And but they just won't go any deeper than what they're sort of hearing on the radio or the mainstream. You know, some people not. I mean, a lot. Of, it also woke up a lot of people too. It sure. woke up a lot of people because it was. All ages and all types of people sitting on the road in minus 20 degree weather watching this convoy go by. It brought a whole bunch of people together and it did wake up some people too. So, yeah. And uh, there's a funny meme where it's like one Nazi flag at the truckers. They're all Nazis now, right? Even though, wasn't then someone geolocate where the Nazi flag was located and they like, they they found it was from a, a suite in a hotel room booked by like, uh, oh, like yeah, Ottawa yeah, police not, or something. And yeah, it was it's like, not even a legit. Yeah, it's not even. It's it's more of like a false flag. Oh, well, absolutely. That, it's, it's a what's it called? Um, ancient provocateur. Ancient, in a way. Thank you, thank yeah. you. Um, yeah. it's like, it's like, oh yeah. So it's like one Nazi flag, probably from an agent provocateur, and it's like fuck them all, and then it shows like an Azov battalion Nazi yeah, flag, yeah. and it goes, bro, it's a long story, and it's like <laughs> <laughs> one flag, they're all fucked multiple flags everyone's got like the black sun they've all got the like Ananurba society the himmler occult and it's like dude it's it's a complicated story we need to give them a trillion dollars of weapons <laughs> it's like what the fuck but that's the problem with the the freedom of expression and freedom of speech thing with it you know is that we and i haven't really figured out how to articulate this but it's opened up the realm for digital agent provocateurs too now Mm. right so now that now because you you can't just express yourself you have to be canceled or demonized or polarized 
So now it just opens it up to the to the ability, which I don't think was around before, where you can just walk in with with the wrong flag and dis dis uh, discount the whole movement, or go into a chat room and yeah. say say the wrong word, and yep. it discounts the whole movement. Like, I think that's a sort of a new phenomenon. I just haven't been able to compare it with the the true uh, history of a false flag, but it's I mean it's similar, but. I think it's happening worse and worse now. And and now you could like, you know, if you're on, like, I'm in a, you know, I got my discord account revoked because I'm in a, a chat that was doing some hateful things and uh, you know, but that might not even be their fault. Right. Yeah. It could just be anybody in there. Yeah. No, no, you don't know who, who appears in a comment section. I mean, I have people yeah. all the time that will come into my comment sections and it'll just be like a normal, it'll be like an episode with like Dr. McCullough and it'll be like, Hey guys, you know, you should get some vitamin D, you know, like pro He's very like doc, Dr. McCullough is like a liberal guy. He's been on my show like 30 times. People forget that he's, he's a liberal Dr. Oddity Bargava, the head of MRNA research at UCSF medical school worked on the Biden campaign and she's been on my show. She didn't get tricked to come on. She's been on multiple times. She knows where <laughs> I stand. I know where she stands yeah. and she's yeah. come. So I'll have these like very, you know, respectful. We put the politics aside and we just talk about, you know, medical autonomy and those are the episodes where you'll just see someone come on out of nowhere and be like it wasn't six million and i'll be like you're trying to fucking you're coming into your start shit right i'll be like exactly tommy you, know, you say you're not afraid to tackle uh like issues but you've never looked at you know the real science behind like skull shape and i'm like well you i know what you are like get out of here or I'll have episodes with like guys running for Congress and people will be like, the only thing that's going to change anything is lone wolves. Am I right brothers? And I'm like, I know you're, I know you're wearing an FBI windbreaker. Like, yeah. I know yeah. you're yeah. Patriots need to get out in the street. And I'm like, bro, like you're glowing. It's burning my eyes. You're like we should all saw and, off our shotguns and march. And I'm like, Oh fuck off. And the, and the <laughs> shitty thing is we should be able to talk about all this stuff. You but that's, know? And, we, and that's but the other we thing. can't even, you know? And that's the other thing is, you know, maybe so like you and I have been, you know, making fun of the the other side. Maybe we should turn introspective. And it's also shown me that. So I have 16,800 subscribers. That's and I have to manage this community. Is that on Rumble? You're saying it's on Rumble. And yeah, yeah, that's yeah. and it's already it's not always black and white. So maybe the guy saying it wasn't six million. And as abhorrent as I think that is. I also technically agree that you should be able to say that. And maybe he's not an agent provocateur. Maybe he's just someone that, and if I truly am for free speech, I should, right, in theory. Exactly, exactly. But then I am now finding that it's not always black and white. It's often a gray area where I'm like, okay, I don't agree with that, but this is also my brand. It's called Tommy's Podcast. And do I want a potential guest to look at a video and then see a bunch of comments about hard R this and effing, you know, this? And I have to say, free speech, but my name's on this. This is my well-being. I've put my heart and soul into this show. Yeah. No, I don't want those comments there. So now I am not for free speech. Now I'm, which then makes me think, maybe I need to have a little empathy with the people I claim to hate in Silicon Valley, big tech, because they're not dealing with 16,000. They're dealing with 1.6 billion. Oh, Maybe it's not as clear cut as they're communists. Maybe it's a little more. Yeah, I know, but it's like it's different. I I totally get you because I was just dealing with this ourselves too. Because we had a tele, we have a little t tiny Telegram thing, and it's just becoming like I don't know what 
like you might be able to give me more sort of info on this, but I feel like there's just a few people that just go in and spam all these telegram groups with all this bullshit. And then it becomes people don't feel welcome there. You want your people that listen to your show and that, that are friends of the show and that you want them to feel welcome there. That it's not just full of violence and hatred. That's very so true. then again, I was like, so I, you know, but I don't want to, I don't want to stop people from speaking freely, but you're, you're not really in there to do that. You're in there to just spam all this bullshit into these channels. So, but I mean, as far as big tech goes, I mean, I don't don't think they have that same mm -hmm. worry about like making people feel welcome. Like that's kind of not really up to them in a way, but don't get me wrong. I think they're demons from hell. In big yeah, tech. yeah, no, I, I know, but I, 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 I have I to do the men- I have to do the I, mental exercise exa- and like, I, yeah, because if I don't, I'm just a total. I, I can't claim to keep an open mind and an open heart, and then, yeah. So I don't really agree with what I just said, but like, I have to at least try to be like, <sighs> if Zuckerberg wasn't that bad, like as a theory, like it's like, it's like getting high as shit with your friends when you're 18 and being like, all right. Maybe the universe isn't just one atom, but if it was, could it theoretically, could we be one atom and another? You're like, yeah, I can see maybe that's what I'm trying to say is like, yeah, because no, And that, that's the other thing is like, all right, when someone's in my comment section, they're just attacking everyone. And I'm like, I'm not banning them because I'm not for free speech. I'm like, this is we have like a fun, merry community here and you're just coming in essentially just like slapping everyone with your dick like that's not cool so do you so do you t- do you talk to them about that like do you sort of get in there and say hey what like just chill out a little bit or i'll just i'll just be like well i'm, I'm admittedly bad normally i would just won't address it i just won't feed the troll and then sometimes i'll just be like dude fuck off well sometimes you think they're just trying to get a rise out of here they want to see how you're going to react they want to see you re- they want to see you reply they got you yeah they yeah. they win i don't delete comments i don't shadow ban comments that's something i like won't do i think on rumble if it's like downvoted enough it'll just say it'll kind of hide it it will say like show low scored comment which i guess is okay i don't think they should do that i not now but the old reddit where like no it wouldn't be hidden it would just say negative 150 karma but you could still go see it i think I think that's probably the best compromise is to leave the hateful comment up, but you can see like, hey, everyone here disliked that, and yeah, yeah, that's maybe the fairest I can yeah approach yeah. it. Yeah, that's a good point because then you know who's being hateful too, right? I mean, that's the other yeah. problem with censorship is then it just pushes everybody underground. What I don't like, well, many things about Reddit. And I've been permanently, I've been IP banned from Reddit for a while now, like two years, almost three <laughs> years. Yeah, they got me. They got my number. And, uh, but what they did start to change is if you have a low enough karma per comment, they then limit the amount you can comment. So if like your last comment got negative 10 karma, you can't post for like five minutes. And then if, wow. and then yeah. it, it's like compounding. And if you, if it happens again, now you can't post a comment for 30 minutes. And now you're locked out of a live conversation. And the problem that's with that, interesting. Well, the problem with that then comes into well, all you need is a group of bots, yeah, to downvote the person who is saying that something that you don't agree with politically, and now you've iced them out, and it appears to be an organic timeout. But now you're just so I don't think there should be any timeout. That person should be able to comment hate speech every second. 
Well, and that's why, but that's why it was supposed to be right. Just about violence. Like don't advocate violence. And, and what else would, what else was it for like from your, your free speech thing in America? Like, you know, my rules have always been legal speech. Like you cannot say go bomb a senator's house. Yeah. Yeah. And then, so, I mean, but it's gotten so much farther past that and, and it's been so polarized that now there are all these other things that we have to navigate. I mean, and I guess that's kind of the crux is we shouldn't even be in this situation, really. Yeah. It should be pretty clear cut. Like, Yeah. I I try to follow what I think are like the legal laws. I'm like, you cannot yeah, yeah. call for violence. Yeah. That's not yeah. that's not my rule. That's like the United States. Yeah. And no, 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 no discussing of children in a sexual nature. That's that's illegal and that's also straight up even if it wasn't illegal you can't do that here fuck off um and then my personal one and it's it's not it's not free speech is on my show no 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 racial slurs that's that's my thing is and people are like with tommy you always say the word faggot well i grew up with south park and that's not racial though no it's not and it's a funny episode of like you know the the faggots on the bikes hey faggot but if you don't like that, that's fine, and free speech, and the market can decide, and if you don't like my podcast, and you, that's fine. Yeah, that's like my rule is on the show, like no no racial slurs. But that's a that's personal pretty, I think that's pretty easy to, yeah, I like that. That's a pretty solid line, you know? And, and some shows don't, and that's fine. You don't have to. And maybe the free market will decide that I'm too much of a pussy and that I should have let people to, you know, say racial slurs, and that's okay, too. But- Outside of that, I really try not to. I really try not to guide it, and I try not to let it. I think there's also value in just like not reading comments, <laughs> right? Like, yeah. And the it sucks because some of them are really constructive, cool guest suggestions. Some of them are just like, some of them keep you going. They're like, dude, I love your show. I've been watching you for two years. Like, keep on keeping on. You're like, thanks, man. I was I was having a rough. You're like, thank you. But then some of them are just like, you know, they're trying to get under your skin. And even if you don't reply, they kind of got under your skin. And you're like, well, now this is ruining my day. Now somebody's coming into my mental space, my prime real estate. And I'm like, that ain't that's no bueno. So that that is interesting with the new sort of platforms like Rumble. Not that this is all new, but. The, these platforms where you so you go live all the time on rumble and you have sort of, sort of people commenting people i've been going live only for live like only for like then, two months now oh okay okay so but you would just put your videos on on rumble then and yeah because we we've traditionally been a podcast i mean we've 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 had youtube now we're on rumble and rockfin and all this too but um it's really been an audio podcast for the most part yeah so it doesn't have that same kind of you know, we've sort of had to build sort of like a chat environment for people. It's kind of been a separate thing, you know, where people email in, like people interact still, but not in, in the way that you're talking, which which I, I kind of like. I don't, you know, maybe maybe going forward into something more like what you're doing, you know, where you have more of a an all-encompassing kind of community or chat. You know? It's pretty much everyone's. I upload to Bitch, just for redundancy, I upload to Bitch, yeah. Odyssey, Clout Hub, Brighteon, and then... Spotify is actually pretty cool about free speech. They haven't banned a single episode. They'll put the little COVID tags, which are gay, but whatever. That's and they fine. deleted a bunch of ours. That's, that's, oh, really? Just, just in audio only. Yeah, that's super frustrating. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, never mind. So I retract that statement. So, Fuck well, you, Spotify. I mean, no, but maybe yours are, maybe, uh, who knows, right? I mean, you just never know what these, if they get a craw on their, 
yeah bonded about something and they just go back they they hit three sort of in the same area i think it was like october 2020 or something like that i'm, I'm actually in a row. i'm actually probably too small that's why they haven't censored me i think i have <laughs> 3000 subscribers on spot i'm probably I'm, I'm sitting here i'm like spotify doesn't sub it's like yeah dude cuz you're a little gnat on that ass of an elephant no one cares like wait till you get bigger like oh, that's a good point but now i started going live like 2 months ago maybe um but I, I don't look at the live chat just because like, we talked no, about it. No, yeah, you can't. No, I can't do that either. That's what we, we we went live a little bit on YouTube and then we stopped. But I mean, do you like do you like it? Do you like doing it live? So it's it's no different. So I don't look at the live chat because as we talked about beforehand, I just don't like playing. Yeah. I think it's a slap in the face to the guest unless it was a a fan requested show. So like yesterday. I had a guy I've had on before, Tom Luongo, and somebody had questions about like the European Central Banks. I don't know any of that. I'm a biology major, so I had Tom on, who's speaking gibberish. I don't understand any of it, and I pulled up the live chat and was like, "Here's another question." So like that was a little different. I don't look at the live chats just because it messes with the flow. It's kind of a slap in the face to the guest, and you know whatever. You have a podcast, so you're kind of more you know willing to do anything but someone who's never been on a show before they might be a little more hesitant to be like who's asking questions right yeah yeah your question about live or the live show so like every christmas for the last three years i'd emailed like rumble and spotify and was like how do i grow my show like what can i do i'm desperate and they just you know ghost me and i did it again this last <laughs> christmas and i get it and uh i did it again last christmas and somebody from rumble reached out to me they're like hey dude like nice show like yeah i'll meet with you and uh, he's actually become like one of my friends now but uh he was like he's like so how do you do your show i'm like pre-recorded i don't edit anything i don't do thumbnails i hate i hate colorful thumbnails and i was like in the title is just the episode number and the guest and then the topic and he was like okay so fuck all of that and i was like what <laughs> and he was like he's like you're gonna start going live uh you gotta start doing thumbnails he's like even if it even if it's it kills your soul and you got to put the topic first then the name of the guest and then the episode number because most people you get like a millisecond of their time if they see the late and i'm like that makes sense so <sighs> so i started making yes. thumbnails and i hate it and i want to blow my brains out and i've done multiple episodes on the show about how much i hate clickbait thumbnails so this is i have sold my soul but <laughs> in terms of going yeah. live so i don't edit anything though i never edit yeah. so it's no different yeah yeah so yeah. I started going live and it's just a little different for scheduling and logistics. Cause people, you know, you have troubles uh, with people bailing or you being bailing. I mean, this always happens, right. When you're doing interview, interview style shows. So yeah, it's hard to keep it consistent when it's live. Well, so I've always, I always do like 2 PM and 4 PM shows. There you go. And, yeah. and the shows are not edited. I never edit anything. Yeah. And I, it's always off the top of my head. I don't have notes. So going live was actually nothing changed. Right. Well, that's good. The yeah. first one was kind of like nerve wracking. Then I was like, what do I, <laughs> I was like, what do I give a shit? I'm still sitting in front of a, whether a million people watch this or nobody watches it. The experience still is same, no, yeah. it's just me and you. I'm on an iMac. That's it. Yeah. And yeah. so I started doing all of it and I was like, all right, I'll, I'll take this guy's advice. And man, I was so wrong and he was so right. The views have so gone up, averaging about 100 views wow. an episode on Rumble. Yeah. Average like 3,000 now in like two months. Wow, wow good for you, dude. And that's I'm like, great. all right, I was wrong. So that's how lives worked. And you put the episode number at the end, eh? That's yeah. interesting. 
Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Topic, guest, episode. And which I don't really care about that. I'm like, that, I guess that is true. If you've never heard my podcast and then the only words you see before it trails off the screen is TPC 1000, what does that mean to you? It means nothing. Yeah, I know. It's just a branding thing for me in my I head. Know. Like, I, I like to know what app, like, I, if I'm, I'm going to somebody's podcast, I want to know. I'm like, clinically OCD. Have I, I actually have, have yeah, diagnosed so. OCD. Like, so <laughs> I'm not even like, oh my God, my OCD. I'm like, no, my clinical OCD that I had to go and get like help from in 2017 at a doctor's office, it tells me that episode number should be first but whatever yeah Yeah. but at least it's in there i mean that's the main thing to me is like at least you got some kind of numbering system so people know where the where the fuck you're at in my external hard drives the number still comes first motherfuckers (laughs) i don't don't fuck around you can't have that i still have my numbers assholes um well that's where alphanumeric listing helps too right i mean you know yeah so that's what live's been um I've been doing live uh, video game streams over the, in like the last two weeks, and those have been fun. I'll actually read the comments and stuff, and those are actually those are fun. I'm leaning into those. That's that's more. I started recording video games last January, and we put it up on YouTube. And, like so many of them got banned just already, and so I started uploading on Rumble and doing them live, and that's been really fun. Just like a couple of friends playing like a first person shooter and just. You're laughing your asses off and reading comments from. Oh yeah, yeah. Huh. Like last Good. night, there was like a two-hour meme of like my buddy saying he had grapefruit-sized balls, and this just became the entire topic of like fifty people commenting about Danny's balls, and we're just playing hell let loose and just getting bombed on D-Day while talking about the size of his nuts. So that's also cool. Not that you asked. Right on. But yeah, so I don't know. That's kind of that's kind of where it's going now. But what? So how did how did you find my show? You know what? Through Matt Eretz, actually. Oh yeah, you told not me not through him, but research. Like I've been following him for a while, and uh, yeah. So I, I came across your show with. I guess you had him on, right? Yeah. 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 All right. Yeah, because I haven't really been, I haven't really been playing around Rumble much, you know, just lately. But so I kind of st- still have my. Uh, the YouTube algorithm still has my attention sometimes a little bit more than I should. I should probably just quit it. Well, I've been. Oh, you're still on YouTube. Well, we are. We have a show. I, I started up a new audiobook channel on there as well. And uh, and it's on Rumble too. But And then my podcast partner, Darren, started up a, like a clip sort of channel with more videos because we have like 600 old shows and videos. So he's kind of trying to repurpose some of that stuff and then put our new videos on there. But my like just the YouTube app and the and the actual just like hey man yeah, it's 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 fucking tough to get off that. I'm not criticizing. I wish I was still on YouTube. I'd absolutely milk that algorithm and try to get more. I've just I've been permabanned. Like I can't. I we we're in perpetual strike mode where if we get one more now we're fucked. And we've got like man we don't even have we do, we were just dump. It was a dumping ground for our audio. It yeah. went there automatically. And then we started to sort of focus on a little bit more, and I started to update everything. Then we got like two, two or two strikes, so we're we're almost at where it's almost going to be. Uh, I think we got two more weeks being yeah. in the in the penalty box, and then uh, and then we'll be let free again to be striked down again, and we'll see how long this uh, game will be played. <laughs> yeah, I wish I had put my ego aside and like stayed on YouTube and just because my problem was like I'm, if I start self censoring, then I've like lost my soul. And never once thinking like a rational person instead being like, dude, just 
upload them to other channels and then still use YouTube for whatever ones you can get, right? More views is better. Yeah, it's, me, yeah, it's tough, yeah. Me being a hard-headed, egotistical asshole, I was like, no, if I can't upload them all, I'm not uploading any. And Yeah, I know. I, I kind of, I'm with you there. No, no so, it, I don't want to split it up either. Like, I, it's just, it shouldn't be like this. No, it's 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 tactically stupid to do what I did. Like, if you're trying to grow a show in a business, you should absolutely stay on every platform. What I did was... Yeah, but, yeah, but it, dude, I mean, we're getting strikes for bullshit stuff, right? Yeah. Like, Kay Yang was on there, medical misinformation. I listened to the thing. It was like a five-minute fucking clip, and they can't give us a timestamp. They're just... It's oh, no. it's all bullshit, right? So it's hard to navigate something where the rules keep changing, the guidelines keep changing. They won't tell you what the fuck you did wrong. It's just because they don't like Kay Yang and they don't like us, and then that was enough to give us that second strike again. So well, it's, it's just it's Soviet. It's, it's yeah, yeah. Like I got my first, I got like a strike in like April twenty twenty, no, April twenty twenty one, for a doctor about COVID misinformation. I was like, fuck. And then I got a second one and I was all, I was only on YouTube and I was like, I can't get banned again. So I just like uploaded very vanilla episodes until the strikes <laughs> went away. And then I think that fall I had on Dr. McCullough and I got a strike and then I had on Dr. Robert Malone and I was like, they can't, and this is months before he went on Rogan. And I was like, this is, a, I'm good. This guy is a, he invented the MRNA vet. He has the patent. And I did that strike immediately. And I was like, what the fuck? And they're like, hey, if you get one more, you're you're going to get banned. And I was like, I understand. And then, like, the next day I had on Dr. McCullough, but did, like, a very vanilla episode. Even told him, I was like, I can't get banned. And he was like, all right. And so it was actually this very, like, hey, whether or not you want the vaccine, that's your own choice. But everyone should be taking vitamin D, turmeric, quercetin, and you can get these at Walmart. And I sent it to everyone that I know, pro-vax and anti-vax, and I was like, just in general, hey, you know, you're my friend. You're you've been on the show. You're 72, and I know you're su- super pro-vax. In addition, you should probably take vitamin. Hey, thanks, Tommy. All right, I'll show it to my dad. He's 80. It was a very from the heart. It was like a good episode, and I got a third strike. Yeah, vitamin D did it, man. Uh, we were on a we were making fun of the vitamin D thing for quite a while. I couldn't believe how it was it was the vitamin D. You're like, how come? How can this be such a problem? Yeah, and so I appealed it. And this is where maybe my ego got a little involved. And I said, I think what you guys are doing is bigoted and hateful <laughs> because I identify as a, what did I say, a, a black wheelchair-bound Muslim woman. And they said, that's not funny. And I said, it's what I identify as. And then they blocked my emails. Wow, so yeah. maybe I should yeah. maybe yeah. I should have been a little less of a douchebag. But hey, man, it's ultimately it's worked out well. It's forced my show to grow on Rumble, and it's grown much you. more. That's awesome. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, so I don't know. I don't know, because it, it, like, capped at, like, 5,000 on YouTube. It just stopped growing after that. Yeah, yeah. Not around. Five, it was, like, 5,435 for, like, six months. And I'm like, this yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, ours, ours I'm like, just. I'm like, this is statistically too, yeah. impossible. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, just yeah, not. Yeah. I get it if I'm stuck at nine subscribers. Yeah, it's because no one watches your show. But I was like. 5,435 just every day not no one even by accident unsubscribed no one okay and I'd like watch I'd upload videos and it would get like 100 views in an hour and then I'd look at it an hour later and be down to like 8 and I'd be like what was that and so going to rumble it's just kind of gone up exponentially but I don't know man for someone that's been doing it much longer than me like what 
what advice or wisdom would you give me that you could give to younger you? About about podcasting and this type of thing? Yeah, or about not, or about or... or about life or UFO. I don't give a shit. I guess advice in general. I don't know, dude. I wish I was like you when I was your age. I mean, oh, you're fuck. you're you you're on the right path. You got it going on. I mean, you seem to be critically thinking already. You're you're very consistent with your show, right? I mean, that would be my main thing with shows is just be some consistency, right? Yeah. I think people need to see it coming out on a regular basis, and you're just hitting it really hard. I mean, we only do like a weekly show, so you're already catching us up up us up in episodes already. Um, not that it's about quantity, but. No. You know, you still got to do the quality thing, but I would say just being authentic and being yourself. I mean, I just got my, I just passed my 15 year uh, sobriety mark yesterday. Oh, congratulations, dude. And uh, so it's been, it's been a pretty awesome journey and I, I don't regret, you know, going down to the bottom that I had to go down to, to get where I am today. But um, you know, we just had this episode, this great episode with a guy who had an NDE, like a crazy NDE, like, holy shit. The story is unbelievable. Like he was in a body bag for 45 minutes, you know? Oh my. And this, this, this rookie paramedic went against all the things he was told and all this. And he, and he, and he had this like light show up in his heart that the guy was watching this from above. Right. And he opened up the body bag and ended up uh, saving this guy. He's in a coma for three days, went to heaven and back basically. And the number one thing that his guide told him, like he told him like these 10 things, right? A guide to like heaven? Yeah. Like his, his spirit guide kind okay. of thing that he met, which was his great grandfather that he learned about later on. Like the story is unbelievable. And, uh, but it was being authentic and it, and it would, you wouldn't think like, you'd think it'd be like, love everybody. Love everybody. And all. Of course that, of course others. that was in there, but it's like, it was like being authentic. Like once you can be yourself in all these different situations, um, that's that's carries this uh i don't think power is the right word but Confidence. now i can't remember like the now i can't remember why like why that's so important i gotta i gotta it's probably think this confidence but, in yourself be, and that you're being who you're supposed to be and yeah yeah whatever happens happens those that like it will like you and those that yeah. don't will go away yeah and that was part of, like and that totally resonated with me because that's the way i was before my like before i got sober right i had all these different parts of me right i was had all these circles of like the work people, the, the hockey people, the my old friends, my new friends, and I had to keep everything separate. I was just ashamed at, about my me, right? I guess. And then, you know, getting sober and becoming just the same, this an authentic person that that's just me now. Whatever I'm doing is just me, right? I can. So, that would be, I guess, some advice that I would give my younger self. It took me quite a while to to get there, mm. you know. Have you ever seen that meme where it's like it's like Snoop Dogg and all these different roles in movies and the meme is just like me hanging out with my different friend groups? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's either like yeah. gangbanger or it's like doctor or it's like cellist or it's dad or whatever. No, that's, that is one thing and that's interesting. Yeah, I feel like dying go to heaven would be very almost like predictable, like love everyone, forgive yourself, yeah. love me as yeah. I have loved you, you know, everyone's God's children. Yeah. But be authentic. Yeah. I mean, all that stuff was also in there, but yeah, that was the, well, that's that was like, the first one. But that's, that's like baseline, you know? Yeah. Like a baseline yeah. part of human beings is like left foot, yeah. right foot, breathe in, breathe out. <laughs> like, yeah. Right? No no one has to remind you of that. Yeah. That's, that's wild. 
Have you ever heard of a uh, Dr. Evan Alexander? Yep. Yeah. He wrote the book Proof of Heaven. Yeah. I've had him on here. You should have nice. him on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, I love I love those NDE stories. Um a lot of people come back with some superpower or some sort of intuition or clairvoyance or Yeah. I always get from like not always, actually I rarely get from meditation though what i imagine is something along those lines i mean i've been meditating every day since 2008 and i've maybe had this experience like 20 times so it's actually not frequent at all but like a true you know it in your bones you feel it like you can watch a roller coaster video and your stomach doesn't drop versus getting on a roller coaster and you're like oh this is terrifying like you can know certain things like you should you should know them like hey, God's looking out for you and everything's going to work out. I'm like, okay, that's fine, but there's like a totalitarian, like technocratic dictatorship taking over the world and they want to jab us all and kill us in World War III. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't I don't feel it in my bones, right? I'm like, I'm like, God, I got you. Who the, how, why are you letting Klaus Schwab walk around? This is not, why is no one on Epstein's client list? Like, God, what are you, you're giving me dip, mixed singles, signals, but very rarely... I do get it from a meditation though, where I actually like in my bones, it's just like, Hey dude, everything is going to be fine. Not, not most things. Everything is going to be fine. Everyone that you've loved that have, you've lost, like you're going to see them again. You've lived this life before. Like it, it's all love and laughter and just eternal bliss and forgiveness and gratitude and, and learning and loving and forgiving and just like it's all okay like it's all okay and I hang on to those and I don't feel them like right now I don't feel it I remember it but I don't I don't necessarily feel it there was a meme about that just recently um we posted it, I think on our Instagram now I'm trying to remember what it was but about positivity it's like positivity is not like just thinking everything is positive it's knowing that no matter what happens it'll be okay that mm. kind of thing you know very similar to what you're saying like and that's the problem with us is we we're in this materialistic schizophrenic society where people still think there's nothing after death and there's nothing there there's no meaning in life and you know, how different would it be if we realized that we have a spirit or a soul or there's some some greater meaning or some purpose, you know, we're here to learn or whatever. And uh, it's not just black in the end. What do you think this whole experience, like, is? Like, I, in, in when I was, like, a bio major atheist in college, I... I try to deduce it all to just matter and energy. I'm like, where are these beings that have somehow created, you know, somehow become aware and we're on a rock and we have appendages and we are just but another step in evolution. One day we'll be outdated. And, you know, we have these urges to have sex and eat food and sleep. And like, that's what it is. And there is no such thing as good and evil. Those are just biochemicals. And that's, that's, a, that's a sad existence. And then kind of coming back to God, I lost my brother to suicide in 2014. That changed everything. Psychedelics, I've only done them a handful of times, but those changed everything. A lot of kind of personal suffering for several years going through therapy. It's all sort of brought me back to like we're here to we're here to learn. Yeah. 
But that's like my best thesis after 32 years that we are eternal souls and this is like a training ground. Yeah, that's what he said. This is what the NDE guy said. It's pretty much exactly that. Oh. Yeah, we're all here to learn. We're on this planet. It's like Earth school. Yeah. Yeah. That does I make... I kind of resonate with that. Yeah. yeah, it does make it a little easier. So whenever you're like, why is this so hard? And it's like, well, that's the, that's the point. Of, right? And he can't wait to go back there. Like, he's like, this is... It's amazing there. So... Maybe so like, he's not afraid of death. He just can't wait to go back, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's The background on my phone right now is actually... It's a picture of some, like, Indian god or whatever, one of the blue guys with, like, the arm yeah, or whatever. Yeah. whatever. He's, he's just, like, screaming. And it says, this is samsara. We suffer here. Take your sensitive ass back to nirvana. Yeah. And it's like, bro, like, you don't have to do... Like, you're allowed to drop out of boot camp. You're allowed to tap out if you're trying to become a Navy SEAL. You can ring the bell. But if you're going to be here, don't bitch about it. You're here. You you know you want the gold trophy? You want to become a fucking elite tier one operator? Like suck it up. And that's kind of how I try to look at it. Is like you don't have to stay here, but you're here. So go through the suffering. Yeah, yeah. But it doesn't really make it feel any better when you're suffering. Yeah, exactly. Fuck. So I got some interesting stuff to share about uh, what what this I think what's going to happen this year maybe if you want to hear it. oh fuck yeah so Randall Carlson and his partner Brad Bradley Young have been I don't know if you ever heard about the the episode they did with Joe Rogan that hasn't been released yet about this new energy based on sacred sacred geometry and ancient wisdom <laughs> go on sir no I'm serious no I be- I believe you go on so he's so. So Randall has been meeting with this guy named Malcolm Bendall about uh, new technology that's based on sacred geometry and ancient wisdom, like the Indian Vajra. And uh, Randall spent a lot of time with this guy and he, you know, he, he thinks he's legit. He, they did a show, they recorded with Rogan. Rogan won't release it. He wants to vet it a little bit more or something. Hmm. So, but it's, it's, it's coming. The energy it's coming. I think it's out there now to the point where they won't be able to suppress it. So I, I'm really optimistic about 2023 and a bunch of new energy stuff coming. So he he's kind of calling it like the implosive energy revolution. So instead of it being based on explosive technology like internal combustion, combustion, combustion okay. and stuff, this is implosion. So based on like plasmoids, and it's all built in these sacred geometry ways. Would that, and, would that be fusion? It's like cold fusion in a way, yeah, yeah. That's implosion, yeah. right? Fission is yeah. It's very. Apart. I mean, it's it's. I don't know how close to cold fusion it is. If it's just new names and stuff like that, but it's it's very similar, right? So, I mean, they're retrofitting cars. They're they. It can scrub sort of like I don't think scrub is the right word, but it can sort of uh, <clears throat> transmute molecules into oxygen and all kinds of crazy shit, dude. Like it's gonna. It's 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 coming out there. You're going to see something really soon coming out on video, probably on how to a whole series of it that'll show all this. So I'll let you I'll let you know when it comes out. Um, it'll be on Rat Randall's got like a how to uh, he's connected with how to and he it's like, you know, this uh, video platform that's teaching people how to do stuff or whatever. So 
why is this re- guy's this guy's stuff will come out on there like a huge series of presentations and then hopefully rogan will smarten up and realize that this is <clears throat> i mean i don't want to criticize him so i shouldn't say that i mean sure. whatever rogan wants to do if he wants to vet him more or whatever fine but but at least you know give it give it a good look at and and let it out if uh you know it's rogan's pretty pretty open about having on anyone i know so that's i know that's just so weird maybe that he doesn't do it my if i had to put my mind in his mind it would be he thinks there's a, a a scam going on someone's asking for money and he doesn't want he doesn't want yeah. he's talked about you know like like tim dylan's gone on you know tim dylan's a hilarious comedian his mom's in a mental institution and he's like all the jokes i make aside he's like there is something predatory about like qvc at one in the morning telling people to like you can buy this gold this was george washington's and he's like they're preying on your mother your grandmother whose yeah. mind is decaying maybe if i had to give rogan the benefit of the doubt and i, I like rogan i'm not shitting on him maybe that there's some yeah. weird qualm yeah. about oh yeah you're, you're is, right is, yeah. A, is it a money gra- which yeah you're right. I mean, he wanted to vet not only the technology a bit more, but uh, also the guy who's who was on there with there Rambo, a go, who was the inventor. Is so, there a GoFundMe that says, well, oh, by the no, way, I need a I billion? Mean, yeah. I mean, there That's the only thing I can think of. Yeah. I mean, he's not trying to, to raise money from people like Randall and all, but obviously, you know, he's going to try and implement this technology wherever he can. He's open sourcing. He's got a lot of the, a lot of the designs and stuff out hmm. there online so it, it's really you know it's really about that but i mean you're right a lot of rogan's fans have been like oh he's protecting randall because randall's getting scammed and all this and there was a, a mainstream hit piece put out about about this guy too so you know that randall's randall said is all bullshit so and i trust i trust randall I've, sure and brad you know i trust those guys and their intuition and i don't know i just think this is coming so uh, i hope that i hope that i hope it comes and i hope Everybody that can can get on board and sort of, uh, uh, you know, I'm not not in a way, you know what I mean. Just, yeah. just uh, no. For the, for the record, this isn't me shitting. I'm a, I'm I one of my favorite quotes of all time. Right, Ben Rich, head of Skunk Works. You know, we have technology. Oh, yeah, we yeah, have technology. Yeah, I'm yeah, all, yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm balls in on this. I'm not trying to be like fuck you, Graham. No, I'm 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 giving it to me. I'm like the pyramids are fucking generators. Let's fight free energy. Wait, I'm all. Yeah, I'm yeah. In. That's what I I know. I always go back to that. Who's flying around the black triangle? Yeah, yeah. I mean, some, what, some it's you. not all ET black triangles. I mean, somebody's I'm, flying around those fucking black triangles. And so, ain't it, and it ain't cons- it ain't a conspiracy that Exxon Mobil or someone doesn't want this out there. They it's the petrodollar. That's the grip they have on yeah, the world. Like, yeah. I get it. I'm just. It's odd that Rogan won't. That's that's I know. That's what's so crazy, right? I mean, it really kind of fuels it right? in some ways. Well, I mean, his whole thing about ivermectin was like, look, if I'm wrong, like let you decide that yeah. on your own, and if it yeah. works, and he's like, you know, you're an adult. If this is misinformation, you know. I'm not going to watch what I say because your kids might watch me like your parent, your parents should be like, you can't watch this show. Like, that's weird, though, because he's always been about mm-hmm. you do you. Right. Yeah. I mean, maybe because this is so game changing. I mean, that also it also does give it some weight that maybe this really is game changing. I mean, if, if he's got to be that fucking careful about it or he's got to get the nod from somebody or, yeah, th- you know, if it's that huge and he's got to wait because and, and then there's is, like this is like. The most amazing Genesis story ever, as yeah. well, for like this guy's, you know, basically. And then there's found like, this in the Sanskrit texts and spirits and its ancient wisdom. It's pretty, pretty incredible. And then there's like the low hanging, low hanging fruit 
conspiracies like, oh, Brogan's been threatened. Yeah. Right, okay. Yeah. But why you, why wouldn't he have been threatened after having that? I mean, okay, Alex so Jones maybe he maybe he didn't get threatened for having on Malone and McCullough, but if you're going to get threatened by anyone, it would have been for having on Bob Lazar, right? That's the that's the apex of the black. They'll let the mRNA thing go. They're like, that's a that's not a priority. But you go near the fucking UFOs. That's how you get your head blown off. Like, yeah, yeah, because because of the technology happen. aspect, because of the 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 clean tech aspect of it. You know? Well, it's it's yeah. the it's the petrodollar is the grip on the world. That that's I don't how know. You... I don't know if it's. I don't know. I think it's bigger than the petrodollar. Or the, I, I feel the like energy it's... dollar. What whatever. Well. Yeah, I think it's 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 I don't know. I think it's even more than the dollar. It's just about the, the whole paradigm changing. Like, imagine if this the control this gets mechanism. Out. Forget I mean, petro. Forget dollar. The control mechanism of we have the energy. Because if you can clean the exhaust of everything, well, if you decentralize energy, no one then needs where does anybody. where does the car where does the whole you don't need you know, a cartel. Fuck Exxon. Fuck Exxon Mobil. Fuck Boeing. Fuck you. Don't need the Saudi Arabia. You don't need whatever. We have our own. Russia has no power. Nord Stream means nothing. It's it's complete. No one has control. Well, yeah, but I, I, I think it's more about, um, I might be wrong in this, but it's more about the, the actual, the other side of it, the global warming side, the carbon capture side. Like if we get rid of the uh, pollution and carbon dioxide, then how are we going to control the people? How are we going right? to do I mean, lo- if we fucking clean it, if it gets cleaned up, then we have, how are no we going to do climate lockdowns? How are we going to do climate lockdowns? Well, again, comes back to it's, it's power. Whatever yeah, mechanism, yeah, no, yeah, yeah no, I you're just right. Feel, I feel like it's more about, you know, in my <laughs> stupid paradigm, it's more about that right now. That, uh, no, know. I'll go even simpler. Yeah, it's not. No, petrodollar was way too simple-minded, and maybe even control mechanism is too simple-minded. I think we got to go even deeper. I think that there are genuine fucking evil demons that are like, we can't let these people build a prosperous utopia where they love each exactly, other. Exactly. Exactly. That's what it is. Is you can't bring heaven to earth. You're supposed to suffer. And here's my other little prediction. With all these UFOs being shot down, how they're calling them objects now and not UAPs all of a sudden. Like, why are you using objects all of a sudden? You weren't supposed to use that term anymore. Hmm. Now you're making them sound like objects. And where's where's the fucking... Wreckage. It's it just popped into Lake Superior or Huron or wherever it was, and then you're just grabbing it out of the lake, and then we don't hear anything else from it because they're going to come out and say, "This is my prediction." They're going to come out and say, "I mean, this is just my conspiracy." Who gives a shit? I don't care. But that, like, we found this exotic tech. It's uh, it's dangerous. You know, they're like some sort of like fusion. It's hateful. Splitting hydrogen. We can't split up water. We have to regulate this stuff. We have to regulate this tech. It's a racist Control chemical it. equation. Yeah. So I mean, they're gonna. I think they're gonna use that. They're, they're they got that. I don't think they're gonna be able to get ahead of this though. I think it's out. The cat's out of the bag already. It'll be interesting to see in this year what's gonna happen. Yeah, it is kind of funny where they they said the one shot over the like it just was in the news and like everyone glossed over it. They're like, yeah, they, those F twenty two shot down another balloon over the Yukon, and apparently it was uh it was messing with the electronic features of the fighter the most advanced fighter jets in the world, sixth generation, you know. Yeah, yeah, no, apparently it was like messing with them, and so they couldn't lock on, and they shot it down, and it's like, how is that not the story? And then what happened? Oh well, it, they shot it down in January, right? And there's a lot of snow up there, so they can't find it, right? We can yeah. we can pull up wreckage. We can go down and scan Titanic, but yeah. sorry guys, yeah. it's under snow. Yeah, we can't. I know. Sorry about that. 
And then you got the UFO community like, oh, it's 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 UFOs, it's ETs, and they're and they're just they're sending their drones down to us. And we shot down I'm like you we shot down a drone. We shot down an ET drone. Come on. Like really? Come on now. We didn't shoot shit. That's like that's come on. If if a UFO goes down, it's because the aliens wanted the UFO to go down. Well, and that's kind of what they said. Well, they they let it they let us shoot it down so they can sort of help accelerate disclosure or something like that. Oh my god, it's just I think that's a lot of a lot of hoops to jump through. Yeah, it, the simplest would be the to best. try to try and trust the government. I mean, I just don't believe anything they say anymore. Yeah, no, they're all yeah, no, they're all lying. They're all they're all demons from hell. Um, dude, I got to go to the bathroom. Tell everybody where to find you. Find yeah, the podcast, yeah. all that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you can find everything at grimerica.ca, but you can also go to contact at the cabin. We got an event coming up on four twenty April twentieth in Utah. It's uh, like we do a hike in like Zion National Park and Bryce Canyon and Dave Matheson is going to be there talking about the myths of the stars. We go out star watching and he talks about the uh, how a lot of these myths are based on constellations. So we do a little bit of stargazing and then Brandon Powell's there to do Wim Hof breathing and cold plunges with us. So that's uh, that's in Utah, April 20th. Then we got that one with Randall in May, May 15th to 20th, I think. That's also at contactatthecabin.com. You can just click on Scablands with Randall Carlson. And that one will take you to Eventbrite. Um, there's only there's a few spots left on both of these events. And then we drive around uh, Washington Scablands with Randall and Bradley. And we uh, check check it out and hang out with them for a week. Or five, four or five days at least. And then we got audiobooks. Lots of cool audiobooks. We got an audiobook channel on YouTube. Adult Brain, it's called. Adult Brain and... Uh, Adobrain.ca also has got all our audiobooks on there. There's a bunch of books from like Blavatsky and Besant on Theosophy. We got uh, uh, Prehistoric World is out. That's like a scientific tome from 1885. But we also have like George Bernard Shaw, Everybody's Political What's What, a bunch of H.G. Wells stuff, a bunch of like History of Spiritualism, History of uh, Supernatural, Ancient Egypt, Charles Fort's ultimate collection, all kinds of awesome books on audio. So, um, hold on. good timing. I just uh, finished the spiel. My chair started to go down. Whoops. Um, for your audiobook thing that I want to get back into. By the way, I know I said I'd only keep you for an hour. We're at an hour, but I'm I'm kind of digging the conversation. If you're good to keep going. Yeah, we can keep going for a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and just let, let me know whenever you got to go. Um, is your audiobook thing? Is that? Are those your books? Do you narrate them? Yeah, I, narr- I narrate. So we also have some other narrators as well, but I've done most of them. Um, they're on Audible and uh, Apple Books. Uh, some of them are on YouTube. Lost Language of Symbolism by Harold Bailey's on YouTube, the full audiobook. Uh, I was just curious what your what your audio yeah. thing is. Um, yeah. So yeah, we put them out. We narrate them and we put them out on Audible. Is it just old works that like no one's narrated? Yeah. Uh, that, right, that's badass. Yeah. Um, yeah. For the most part. Yeah. We've done some other people's newer books too, but for the most part, it's like that stuff. Yeah. Like we got Ted Kaczynski's uh, manifesto <laughs> on there. I tried to get Ted Kaczynski. That's one of here. our best. That's one of our best uh, sellers. Industrial Revolution and its consequences. Yeah. Yeah. Have been faking gay for society. Yeah. I tried to get him on. I emailed the I emailed ADX Florence. Yeah. Yeah. Twenty twenty. They were not happy about that. What really? Yeah. I heard what? that he was. I thought it would be hilarious to have Ted Kaczynski on over mm-hmm. over Zoom, like that's funny. Oh yeah, but using technology. I, 
No, they didn't think it was funny. (laughs) (laughs) I thought there's something great about that. We were were talking about it too. I don't know. I think Darren might have even tried to get him on at some point. Yeah. I mean, that would be like going to a strip club with Bin Laden or something. Like, there's something funny about that, right? You know? Yeah. It'd be like, yeah, be going to a, be going to a fucking Hanukkah festival with Hitler. Like, there is something intrinsically humorous about it, but whatever. Um, Maybe not Hitler. He was an asshole. But with the free energy. That is kind of like one of the common themes throughout all all the conspiracies, right? It comes back to the reason the government isn't telling us about UFOs. Like the lie is, well, because the people couldn't handle it. But it's it's a mechanism of control. I mean, if a UFO crashed in 1947, two years after we dropped an A-bomb, hey, look, we just came out of a world war where a tenth of a, a tenth of a billion people died. Here's a new weapon. It's absolutely you're going to keep it classified because... You just came out of war. We're still on a war footing. Everyone's still traumatized by that. Yeah. But even from the weapon standpoint, it's it's the energy standpoint and the energy because it's control. And then that goes back to even, right, like Walter Bosley. Like, what was this energy form? Like the red mercury or whatever they called it. Anti-gravity. Like, that seems to be the nucleus of... All like all, all conspiracies are kind of like branches, but if you come back to the tree trunk, it seems to be like limitless clean energy. Yeah, that's a good point, right? And then you wonder why is it just control, or is it just because they're genuinely evil and they're like they want Earth to be a hellscape because they're I don't know they're possessed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it does yeah. come back to be like that's the core, right? Yeah, yeah. From everything, clean air, clean water, you know, propulsion, clean clean propulsion. Yeah. And even like the ancients were using something, right? We know that, you know, if you think about how bad Graham Hancock's being censored right now too, even just talking about our history. That's and, another, you know, that's so another. This, and this is, this is ancient. This is from the Vajra, right? This is ancient wisdom going back thousands of years. Yeah. So, and, and they were using it for, what were they using it for back then? Who knows, right? Building, building megalithic stuff or, you know, maybe they were flying around in Vamanas like, the India, like the, right? yeah, you know, they I had, mean, yeah, allegedly they had, they had like UFOs and floating shit, right? Yeah, so that maybe should... that's maybe that's why as well because it's so so damaging to our current paradigm. It does shatter like the the basis of our own reality, right? Yeah. We're monkeys. We came out of trees. We started yeah. farming. We started killing each other. We started fucking. We started writing shit. We made boats, and now we're here. Stop questioning it, right? Yeah. And it's like, is it something so much more absurd? Like Terrence McKenna said, is like the moment you start to realize that everything you know is wrong. Yeah. Like everything, not yeah. not that the president's a figurehead. That's peanuts. Like no, like you know, we we're, we're eternal souls here on some weird battleground to fight. Whatever. It's like the entire thing is upside down and backwards. But something that should make everyone at least think is why they're censoring Graham Hancock talking about. Yeah. I get Rogan. Yeah, there's big pharma. They're involved, right? I get getting all the news stations on board in 03 and saying weapons of mass destruction. Yeah, military industrial complex wants some fucking money. Like, it's not right, but I get it. (laughs) Why are they censoring Graham Hancock? Because it leads to, like we've seen over the last three years, what happened. I I just met somebody yesterday who, who woke up because of what's happened over the last three years. 
And she's basically joined like us in all these things. So it's just the same thing with it. If somebody starts looking into Graham Hancock and they start realizing, wow, like our history is so different. And we, maybe we did have advanced civilizations back, you know, before the end of the ice age and maybe Atlantis was real and they're just going to, it just, it is in some ways a door that opens them up to all kinds of different sort of paradigm shifts. I really do think that's what they're worried about because mm. it does happen. Yeah. It's just a, it's, it's like Matthias Desmet was saying, or yeah. was it? Um, Mass formation. Yeah. But somebody else was talking about how to wake, wake people. It has to be like a jab of reality so big that it just it pulls you at your paradigm, right? Pulls you yeah. at the navel. Yeah. 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 That's, which then makes you think like, was this inevitable? Like you can only plug up the dam for so long. You can only yeah, exactly. Soviet Union did a great job at censoring, but eventually, yeah, and eventually it doesn't mean like it's like let's say it's nineteen twenty, and I'm like they they're gonna they're eventually the truth's gonna come out, and then it's like nineteen thirty, and it's like Tommy, it's been ten years, and then it's nineteen fifty, and it's like dude, it's been thirty years. Okay, but nineteen ninety. Okay, after what how what nineteen seventeen to eighty nine, it's seventy two years. It did eventually fall apart, and then we get all the documents. It doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be soon. The truth is an acid that will eventually dissolve the vat that it's been placed in. Yeah. It just will. It might take yeah. a century. And eventually it gets it gets so far away from the narrative that you uh, can't stop it. Yeah. Yeah. It's and I and I think that's what that's what this is this year is gonna be, is it's gonna be unraveling to the point and too far out where they can't just lop off one guy's head to stop it. Mm. Did you ever play Red Dead Redemption? No, I don't. I don't play video games. I got an addictive personality. I got you. Well, me too. And I, I, <laughs> I, like... I play them because it keeps me from like drinking. Yeah, I have yeah. to have some addictive outlet. It's like har- it's like harm reduction for you. Yeah, for, for like, I wake up, turn on an audiobook at two x speed, go to the gym, clean my apartment, make my bed, work out, come back, meditate, do a podcast, do a second podcast, upload them, answer an email. So when people ask, how have you done 1,100 episodes? I'm like, it's a mental illness. I have to work. Like, I do all this shit, right? Call my mom, play video games. Even now I'm streaming them and turning them into, like, part of the business. I have to let a little steam out. And if it's not, I got to do something. And if it's not this, I'm going to be getting shit-faced. Or I'm going to be just. Yeah, that's good. That's harm reduction, man. That's good. Like, you know, it starts with, like, yeah, I don't really ever smoke pot. And I start smoking pot, like. A month later, I've got like a collection of bongs, like tie dye tapestries. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. My hair's grown out. I'm like the man's. There's your stormtroopers for the. I can't not go. Like I was full pre med. Like drinking's evil. You got to work hard. We're all just. It's an atheistic world of raw matter. And like two years later, I'm like it's peace and love, man. Like fuck you. Like no self awareness. To like I have come to peace with like there has to be an outlet. If it's not food, I gained 70 pounds after my brother died, then I lost it. Wow. If it's not food, if it's not alcohol, if it's not benzos, if it's not something, I've just come to peace with, like, there's got to be an outlet. Video games are the least destructive. Yeah, that's yeah, that's good. I play Dungeons and Dragons, so that's, like, yeah. that's my my have, that's my outlet for that kind of thing. Is, yeah. It's just not quite a video game. It just, yeah. Yeah, I've just, I've come to peace with that. And that's what it is. That being said. So I don't actually play the game. I don't fucking, I don't care. I just, I, I don't have a, a attention span for it. I just like to go into games, find out how to acquire things and then become like a demigod and then tear through the campaign in like a day. I'll spend like three <laughs> weeks creating a character 
and then I'll just tear through the campaign and then never play it again. So, like, yeah. first thing I start doing is, like, all right, well, what do I need? I need better weapons. And, like, all right, well, how do I – I got to buy it. All right, well, I'll just start killing people and taking their money, right? And so that that's all I did for, like, five days and maxed out my character, and now I'm bored with it. But in it, you can you got to go outside of a city. I go to, like, a rural area where no one's around, like, in the woods, not even a town. And you just find someone walking. You just kill them and take their money. But you got to be careful about the timing. You got to leave the area because if you don't, another guy will come along on a horse and he'll be like, what's that? And he'll either shoot you because he's like a cowboy or he'll go tell the sheriff. As he's running away, you got to pop him, all right? And you want to pop him near where you popped the first guy because if you don't, if the bodies are 50 feet apart, well, now people can come from either area. Oh, shit, that guy saw us. We got to run back over there and shoot him. So you want to keep them all together. And maybe one guy runs away or maybe two people see it. You shoot one and you turn the other and the other guy's over the hill. And so you start chasing him and then a third guy comes and sees the bodies. And then you're like, oh, shit. And then there's nothing to do but run because they're going to tell the sheriff and now they're coming in numbers. They're rolling up on you and they're going to just blow your head off. That's kind of like... They've been successfully shooting the lone cowboy for like 150 years. Yeah. The f- the free energy is like 10 people just showed up and they're all going yeah. in different directions. It can't be stopped. Yeah. That's why I asked if you played video games. It was a very long Yeah, yeah, I like that. That's, I like that. Yeah, that's, that's, I think it's getting ahead of them. They can't stop it. Then thinking caps on. What does it look like? Because like we don't, we don't actually know. The whole thing has always been about like, can we get this to classified? Well, what do we do when we actually get it? Like, what does that world look like? Yeah, I mean, I think it looks like what we want it to look like, right? That we live, we live not, uh, you know, we live sort of in accordance with nature and with the earth, you know. And with ourselves. And if you can create some technology that, you know, creates a uh, kind of a zero point to transmute uh, pollution into oxygen, you know, I mean, it could look like whatever we want. I mean, if we could have that kind of ability and live in accordance with natural laws, then, yeah, it's like paradise on earth. I always try to, one of the hardest things to imagine, and I like doing it is like what would world peace look like? It's like there's a, there's a guy I have on regularly, Roger Williams. He wrote the book, The Metamorphosis of, Metamorphosis of Prime Intellect. And it's one of my favorite books, if not my favorite book, because it's about what the singularity would actually look like. Everything's always about it's coming. He actually fleshes it out. And it's like, what would happen? And spoiler alert, we all eventually go into like our own VR worlds you do every you do everything you want, and then eventually you discover how to stimulate your own dopamine production cells, and then that's the end of existence. You just sit there in orgasmic bliss for eternity, and so it's essentially death. Um, but he fleshes it out. I always try to imagine like what would world peace look like. So, I guess the first idea is I don't know. I get this like weird imagery of like the 1945 ticker tape parades. Like, okay, there'd be headlines like world peace. Like you'd see famous pictures of like Biden and Putin shaking hands or whatever the fuck. Right. But what does it look like six months later? What does it look like a year later? And it's, it's hard because it's, it's too like whenever you start, you know, if you're in a relationship and you start falling in love, 
it's a little scary because you're like, this is too good. You're like, life is supposed to be pain and suffering. You're like, right. When you start getting sober and everything, and I've gone through periods of my life where I've just put everything down, you start losing weight, you start saving money and you're like, everything's kind of good. You're like, what the fuck's going on? Right. But it's a good, it's a good nervousness. What would world peace look like? Would it, I, I get imagery of like huge construction projects, like a space station, like a thousand times larger than the one we have, like new, you know, breaking news, like, you know, first man settled on Mars or like we've put probes out to Jupiter and like lifespan goes up to a hundred lifespan goes up to 120. And I try to imagine what it'd be like, like hanging out with you. Eventually the shock factor would wear off and you'd be like, It'd be like 2030 and you guys are all sitting around like, it's kind of weird how we don't talk about it. There's just world peace now. Like we always used to wonder and you, you know, we always used to wonder what it would be like when you have VR. Now we have VR and everyone's like, yeah, you know, it's, it's VR. It's funny. I picture nature. Okay. So. My, my head goes to kind of like the land and nature uh, and almost how they, how we used to live before technology. That's kind of where, where my head goes, even though this technology could take us further than we have been technically but it could also take us back to where we want to go ted got to you yeah he did yeah (laughs) teddy got to you you're the one that shuts up this energy thing you're like we got to kill this thing once and for all yeah maybe rogan's been red pilled maybe rogan's like i can't release it because the industrial revolution and its consequences yeah (laughs) yeah i guess that that's yeah i guess it's i always kind of like a weird synthesis of like nature and like weird i imagine like zero gravity craft but yeah i see like a lot of like green fields and stuff and mountains and i don't know what what do you do i mean and 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 the other thing is it's just not really possible i mean there's always going to be some violence right people are just assholes like you know we might be able to get world peace from from a national standpoint like maybe the nations would stop fighting if i mean that's i guess would be the first the real goal but i mean are you ever going to stop little tribes from fighting with each other some asshole's still going to rape someone yeah exactly right somebody's still going to fucking shoot somebody else we still have like five percent of psychopaths are still there that's a good point what do we do with those world peace and then like yeah but some asshole still got drunk and like t-boned me and now i'm paralyzed it's like wait what we have zero gravity craft, and I'm like, yeah, I'm in a fucking hospital. Now I'm angry, and I want yeah. revenge. And it's like, no, we have world peace. Yeah. I'm like, no, no, this is my supervillain arc. Yeah, exactly. That's a good point. I don't know. I mean, so let's say, and, and we'll, we'll wrap we'll wrap the show up in a minute. I'm just, let's say we do get to that, though, where there are, like, no assholes, and everyone has found some sort of, love in their heart and you can have everything you can eat whatever you want you don't get fat your medicine's been perfected nanotechnology what just the whole nine yards does it get boring or is the last thing to do is do we just start going inside and that's maybe what leads to maybe this is how we are this is our brain manifesting enlightenment. Yeah, it's ascension. Right? We have to, like, 
like there's evil and you know evil in, in Saving Private Ryan is like the Nazis. Evil in Harry Potter is like Voldemort. There's always it manifests in different ways. The good guy is either Batman or it's a cowboy or it's Jesus or it manifests in the environment in which it's in. Maybe this is just a way we are trying to verbalize what we are human beings on this planet with technology. So of course we visualize enlightenment as like zero point energy, no pollution. A dog might visualize enlightenment as like my master never leaves the house. It's every day we just play. It depends on the environment you're in, right? A kid is like, yeah, enlightenment would be like candy and video games. And a teenager's like, it would be endless pussy, right? And then like me, I'm like, it would just be like a reasonable bedtime. Like it's whatever you, is this just how we are visualizing enlightenment? Yeah, yeah, I like it. I don't think I'd be bored. I think I would just want, I, I would want to go inside. If, if if all that was sort of happening and it was more comfortable, fine. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe that's what it is. Is like when I I would meditate in college, and I only could ever meditate for like twenty minutes at a time because I, I had to study. I had to get into medical school, and I was always like, "What would it look like if I could just meditate more?" And I kind of think that this whole losing my brother to suicide, going down to rock bottom, moving home, living at home for five years with my parents, making the podcast, moving out, losing weight for the most part sober still enjoy some beer every once in a while the reality is is I have all the free time I want and I can meditate for as long as I want and maybe this is all extra this is just how I am visualizing what would it be like to have more time all right well the podcast is paying for my bill so I don't have to worry about getting into medical school because I'm not going to do that that's just pushed to the side right it's I don't have roommates that's just a manifestation of like less thoughts it's there's no one knocking on the door right i don't have to pick up the phone because i don't have a boss these are all just ways that i'm imagining and i guess after this it would be like moving out into the woods where the podcast makes it and i can just retire for good those are all ways in which i just i guess i'm imagining going deeper and deeper into just peace yeah yeah see nature to me nature's got to be a part of that i gotta get i gotta get closer to nature at some point i'm i'm in a similar spot to you it's weird Hmm. got more more time like i do this for my you know my my living now books and podcasts and i've got more time to meditate but i don't necessarily meditate more yeah i thought i would (laughs) yeah me too when i I was when i was getting my day job i'd be like if i work from home on all this stuff i would just have this spiritual practice i'd meditate all the time like oh i'm playing red dead yeah (laughs) shooting cowboys (laughs) god's just like you have to ascend and i'm like yeah hold on i just i got a 4k tv yeah so after that i'm like well i might get an 8k tv and it's like oh you asshole (laughs) you're you're not gonna do this shit at all it'll probably be the same i want to be close to nature a nice river and some trees you'll be out there just playing on your phone yeah (laughs) you'll be out there you'll be out there just doing this podcast you are in like the northern territory of peace and you're like yeah it's kind of kind of bored yeah maybe that's what it is and you just I never, when I go into meditation, most days I go in not necessarily wanting to do it, but I'm like, I should. Like, I don't go to the gym because I want to. I'm like, I know I'll feel better after it. 
I don't go to bed early because I'm tired. I'm like, I need to get eight hours. Yeah, yeah. Most days, I'm like, I don't want to meditate, but I know I should. Some days I'm like yeah. anxious and like my brain's yeah. cluttered. I'm like, I have to. Yeah, yeah. But with you do what? What do you what do you do? What kind? I've gone through like every type possible, and I've I've landed on after trying everything. I just sit Indian style on a pillow with a bedside fan for white noise. I just sit there for thirty minutes. Whatever happens, yeah. happens. Yeah, yeah. I I try to go in, but I don't try too hard. I've gone through the whole. Yeah. Am I thinking? Am I listening to my thoughts? Yeah. Like I should focus on. Yeah. I've done fucking yeah. stare at a candle, count that way, to breathe in, breathe out. The yeah, fucking yeah. the, the yeah. chance. The, I've done it all. Yeah. I just I sit there, and sometimes it comes, and sometimes it doesn't. And it's just, yeah, that's it's that's a lottery awesome. ticket. Yeah. Fuck it. Yeah. I've I've never left it without going oh yeah this is why I do this yeah and yeah I could stay here forever yeah so I guess I wouldn't be bored see that's good yeah exactly that's fuck that was a key that's a key in sobriety is just being comfortable with that just sitting still doing nothing yeah being comfortable just doing nothing is huge being alone with the thoughts yeah, huge. Oh, it's scary at first. You sit down, you're like, oh, I don't have memes. I should be texting. I should be looking at something. Yeah. I should be looking at this hawker. I got to play video games. I should work. I should work. No, no, no. Just, yeah. just, yeah. just sit. sit there. Just sit. Yeah. And then the thoughts come less and less. Yeah. The gaps increase between the thoughts. Yeah. And, yeah. Of just isness, of just thinking about thinking, observing the observer to just becoming the observer. And then you, sh- it's all good. Like, it's all good. Yeah. And then your alarm goes off and you do a podcast. You're like, let's talk yeah. about the Chinese balloon incursion. And God's like, yeah. what are you yeah. fucking doing? You had We're it. World War Three. You right had now. it. Tommy, turn off yeah. the alarm. It's not real. You manifested the alarm. There is no reality. The podcast doesn't exist. There is no earth. You are creating it as you go back into it. Yeah. I don't know. Well, dude, I saw we wrap this one up. Yeah, this has been fun, man. Thanks. It's been a blast. I'm sorry I kept you for an hour and a half. I told you no, I'd keep you for good. an hour. I'm a terrible host. All, I apologize. It's all good. It's I can't okay. I can't be trusted. I lied through my teeth and told you it'd only be an hour. Um you plugged all your stuff. Yeah. Um yeah. thanks for coming on, man. Yeah, this uh, is great. Yeah, nice to chat with you. You as to you you as too. Jesus Christ. Yeah. You well. Um, you well, you as well. I'll see you. I'll see you on our show at the uh, tour. I think we. I think it's the end of the month or somewhere in April or something. You're on. I can't yeah, remember yeah, what, ch- what the exact day is, but yeah, you it. can find everything at grammerica.ca basically. Um, yeah. Yeah, I got you. I got you down for Tuesday, April fourth. So. All right. Oh, that's coming up fairly quick. That's actually yeah, good. great. Yeah. Awesome. Well, so yeah. Seven. Eight, it's nine days. Um, right on, buddy. Yeah, man. Well, everybody. I'll go- see- I'll see you then. Yeah, go check him out and uh, send me t- text me some stuff about that free energy stuff. I wanna. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna. It's gonna come out like really quick here, like literally probably this week or so. So what do you know? When the, what are you holding? When back? that when that comes back, when that comes out, I'll send I'll send you the link to it. What all. are you holding yeah. back? You yeah. know something. <laughs> You're lying. Lying about what? I don't know. You're lying about something. I know you know. No, more I'm just than excited. You. That You're it's you know out more so than quick, you're letting right? on. I've 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 seen some of the the, the presentations and I hope it I hope people really 
enjoy it. It's gonna be it's gonna be incredible. Yeah. All right. All right. I'll. All right, buddy. All right, I'll accept it. We'll see you I'll soon. Accept it. Okay. Thank you so much, man. See you. Okay. It's great Thanks, talking buddy. to you. Take care, okay. everybody. Thank you so yeah. much for watching. Recording Go check them out. Love each other. Stay safe. Peace.